Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yes. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei, Vio Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda, and I got the Midas Touch. Ooh, and you know in all gold, it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, the leader of the Water Nation. Pull your double cups up two times if y'all with us. Two times for the first episode of season, season. four. We're in season cuatro. Thank you for all the support. All the support, not only locally, but around the nation and now around the world. This is where we need to drop an applause for the clan (laughs) going global. Mm. And truly, 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 I just want to take... Take a moment to appreciate everybody who's been listening, everybody who's been tuning in, our wonderful sponsor, Distillery 36, who's still giving us that deliciousness in that, our cup. That double we, cuppage. How much do we pull it up? We pull it up, man. Y'all already know how we get down. It's all love here. It's great to be back for another season, and we got so much to talk about right now because... We're what f- happened to the world while we were gone? I honestly never want to take a break <laughs> we again. We couldn't even sleep. It was like back to back. It was shit was going down. And then I made the worst mistake. I decided to voice my opinions on Facebook. Oh yeah, you got you got a taste of how shadow be getting people on the on, on the on the on the web. Oh, we gonna talk about <laughs> y'all. That. Y'all want some drama on the web? Come comment on my posts. You know, Shadow Nation. Y'all already know how we get down. <laughs> and make sure you tune into the revamped website. The website is fresh with the Midas touch. It's all black and gold and sleek and stylish. It fits your senseis on the Sensei Said So show. So shout out to the clan. Shout out to the voices. They hear the whole, this is the first time in a long time we've had the whole team in the same room (laughs) and we ready to work. We ready. Because the city needs us. Of course. We started this show first, our first episode, talking about the city talking about the needs of the city and one of the big needs that our city is requiring at this moment is we need to get some of these babylon things out of our way and introduce zion and what i'm talking about that is medical marijuana (laughs) because that's a staple in zion that's that's a fact and they have propositions ready for it but unfortunately, Babylon doesn't always want you to succeed. So they're trying to tell us no. They're trying to shut it down on us. And y'all better not fall for it, okay? Y'all better not fall for it because we out there preaching and practicing every day. Come on, y'all have to proposition. I'm not going to pretend like I'm the most avid voter. Like, you know, I stay in the dojo. I just relax and do my thing, work and get the bag. But... It is imperative that every individual, if you support what we talk about and we support what we're going to get into with medical marijuana, that you, we need to make sure that we voice our opinions Vote because yes. there are there are forces at work. Vote yes. We need every vote to count. If y'all listen in and y'all even, you know, what, else, what, what, what good is a platform if not for things like this? I plan on, you know, I might run for mayor. Y'all might have shadow in the in the mayoral office doing my thing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get y'all blessed with the books, kids. Don't worry. But the first way to do that is by voting yes and by taking a stance for your city and to be a part of your city. 
So let's unpack this for the people who are outside, because now we know. Shout out to Japan. Shout out to the Netherlands and all my people across the globe. They might not be familiar what's going on in Salt Lake. So Salt Lake's in a unique position because in America, we've been we've been focusing on a separation of church and state because we want our states to be able to make decisions for their people without getting other things confused, good, bad, or indifferent. We just want to make sure we're as objective as possible when handling multiple people for multiple beliefs. But we're at a time now where belief systems are actually impacting lives. Mm. And it's all stigma. So the stigma on pharmaceuticals is because they're lab tested, because they were tested on chimpanzees, that it's okay for it to be consumed by humans when we know what it's doing. We see the numbers. Per capita, Utah is one of the highest states in terms of overdoses. Mm. And it's only getting worse. We see it, this new druggy rap, like if Utah's already bad because of stigmas and now the nation is getting worse, what's going to happen to our backyard? Now we have a solution. The solution is introducing something natural into our our medicine, into our practices, into our fields. Something from the earth, something that doesn't need to be touched, doesn't need to be medically created in in a lab, in science. All it needs to do is be taken care of. All it needs to do is be grown and then used appropriately. So we... In our city, with how much death we're seeing from people overdosing because they're getting hooked on pills, mm. they're, they're getting treated for ADHD, so they're taking Ritalin, they're <laughs> taking these different things, and now you a 3-6 Mafia pill-popping animal syrup <laughs> sipper. <laughs> <laughs> and these kids looking at the Juicy J does not help. <laughs> exactly. The Molly Percocets is really killing our kids. But the problem that we're seeing now is the introduction of medical marijuana introduces a new way of thinking. It introduces Utah in the limelight of the nation as we're no longer the protected Mormon state. Maybe we are a little bit progressive. And there are people putting millions of dollars behind fighting that. Mm. All because of the appearance that Utah needs to be. And we all know how dealing with a problem, if you just cover it up, it just gets worse. It's going to get worse. So if this isn't the time that we've all been waiting for to get out and do something to make sure that we take the next step towards alternative solutions that aren't killing our kids, it's got to be this. We got to do it. We got to we got to make that step. And it takes everybody. And so we all got to come together as a community and support stop hating you know and stop, you know, stop fighting, fighting over it and just realize what it's for and, and let it be what it is. All right. We've been real coy, but you know this is Sensei Said So Show, and the only reason why you tune into a podcast is because it's time to, to listen to opinions and stuff that you may not agree with. So with that being said, at what point in time do we call out the bullshit that is in front of our faces? This isn't about religion. This is a business move. <laughs> on who's in? On who's in? On the end of the church. Yep. The yep. number one business yep. in our thing, the multi-billion dollar industry that has investments into pharmaceutical companies. Are we just going to look away from that like that's not real? <laughs> the propaganda, the the money that's being put into advertising. Who's paying for that? And they and 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 the problem is is that when and if if it does actually not if when it does pass and when it is legal, they gonna want a hand in that. 
even though even though it's, it, it goes against you know their their guidelines right now and their rules right now. But they you see how many times they've done that before. But you want to know what else is a threat too? They're already trying to prepare contingencies like okay if you do decide to live in utah and have a medical marijuana card you can't own a gun uh. does that scare anybody they're gonna be like if you got a felony nope you can't get medicinal marijuana sorry that's what i'm saying <laughs> so there was a letter the letter uh that the church wrote their their mission statement their call to action for their church against medical marijuana they 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 used a lot of covert words they used a lot of fancy words, different things like it's it's only a, it's it's too accessible to everybody. This medical marijuana proposition makes it too easy for people to get this. So if we're a state that have per capita some of the highest overdose deaths and we're saying that medical marijuana is too accessible to people, does that either mean it's too accessible or do we have a lot of people who need help? Mm. And if Damn. they decide to vote against it and we work against it and we keep having people die, at what point do we as the people start looking at the church and start looking at the blood on their hands? Uh, hmm. Because right now it's cool because we're working towards progression because we're trying to help the people. But you guys are actively working against it. But the it. problem is that they're going to work against it until it's beneficial and then they're going to jump in it. But what I'm and saying then gonna is try, what and if they gonna succeed? Be, then they're going to be on this side and then trying to, you know. But what if they succeed? What if the Mormon church and all their propaganda and all their money that they go into, they vote and Proposition 2 dies? Oh, God damn. But then our... OD de uh, deaths rates go up. Ooh. More kids die. More people are OD. At what point do we look at them and say, you guys are on the wrong side of history? Again, because let's look at why marijuana is illegal in the first place. In the West, it was a decision that was pushed by the LDS church because too many of their missionaries were going down to Mexico, getting their third eye open, coming back and being like, what am I doing? <laughs> why am I wearing this goofy white shirt? And why why am I riding a bike in 2018? Like, what <laughs> why are we sending little kids to Guatemala? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> but that's a. <laughs> you guys know what's even crazier about the the marijuana in Utah to begin with, or where the stigma for the Mormons actually comes from? Like, no joke. Back in 1914, when they outlawed it, Utah outlawed marijuana because a number of Mormons moved to Mexico and polygamy was outlawed here in 1910. And when they returned to Utah, marijuana was one of the things they brought back with them. And marijuana was outlawed with a number of other common vices as part of a Mormon religious prohibitions enacted in, into a law. You in know, so because they, because then shit shifted, so they was like, all right, now we're going to jump on the bandwagon, so they stopped fucking with us. they going to do that same flip-flop shit now. They they mad at they mad at they mad at weed right now. They mad at the industry. They mad at whatever blah blah blah. But they go they they in the prohibition phase right now. But they gonna flop and switch when everything's legal and watch them niggas have a stake in the CBD farms. Watch these <laughs> niggas watch the Mormons all of a sudden have land that you didn't know they had start growing and now all of a sudden they got they got jo they got they got a Joseph Smith flavored fucking sativa. <laughs> <laughs> They got a prophet dab. Like, <laughs> got James the Mormon using BYU bars about marijuana. Just talking about smoking on that Brigham, and you know I'm feeling loose. <laughs> you know, like, jeez, get that Brigham Kush. A commercial of a, of a, you know, of an old boy sitting back with his scriptures, 
hitting a J. <laughs> just, just, just smoking that OG Cougar. Membership kush. goes up like millions after that. You, and yeah. then, and then it's crazy. And now, now all of a sudden they're chilling. You got missionaries showing up to your door like, you want to smoke a J and read the and Bible? And nobody's <laughs> turning that down. They like, said yeah, they're about in, to start in. sending missionaries out with at least you know six they, J's on them. We now, 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 let's now we go. We don't know what kind of niggas they are. We don't know if they if, if they papers. We don't know if they bong guys. We don't know if they da- you know. We gotta wait for the Mormon Church to <laughs> decide on what they're gonna hit. I think I think because of the stigma of you remember how we used to rip out that first little page when you ain't had no papers and roll that little they about to start using him you know you'd always do your little sorry jesus you know (laughs) (laughs) when you roll that paper they gonna do that just for nostalgia they go you're gonna see mormons just you burning the bible to hear some scriptures no, no. Would you Why like would to I, smoke some okay, scriptures? Well, would you like to par- partake, <laughs> smoke Psalms? Would you like to partake in the scripture? Imagine that. Would you like to partake in the scripture? Uh, what? what? What kind of? <laughs> so, wait, let me open the book. <laughs> so, we need cooperation. LDS Church, let's get on board. We can do it. LDS for LSD. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, stop. That's Too a little far. further down the line. Too far. <laughs> But we go take a musical break. You know, we gotta we gotta relax. We gotta get we got a lot more to unpack on the Sensei said so show. So we gonna pour up some more of that distillery in our cup and then we are gonna come back with some more on season four of the Sensei said so show.
hate it when there's too many niggas acting like hoes. Too many rookies, not enough rules. The game got switched on some weirdo shit. And I out can miss me with that shit if you win it. Too many niggas acting like hoes. Too many rookies, not enough rules. Game got switched on some weirdo shit. And I out can miss me with that shit if you win Some music clan for y'all. Digital Dash, new single. Check that on Spotify or senseisaidso.com. Weirdo shit was the next one after that. Y'all know Sensei is coming through with that new shit out, and I know y'all missed him on the scene. <laughs> I'm only putting music on the website, so tell your oh, friends, yeah. <laughs> tell your family that from here on out, I'm on my J shit. My shit only coming out on our own you, shit. You know, y'all gotta y'all gotta have a subscription. Y'all gotta be on it. Sensei said so. Dot com. That's it. But yeah, though, those are some new music coming up. So y'all gotta keep an ear out. Those are exclusives here on the show. What do y'all mean? Where else would y'all listen to stuff like that? You gotta tune in, man. You gotta yeah. tune in. But we got. <laughs> <laughs> you over here twisting it and dilly dally. <laughs> but now that we done. Now that we done wrapped up the, now that we done wrapped up the proposition talk and all this city talk, we can get into the real nitty gritty. I don't know what happened in the universe or what planet left and another planet walked in, but all of the mayonnaise and hip hop has gone spoiled, all of it. All of our constituents on the white side. The whole minorities of hip hop, the women and the whites in hip hop. The women, the whites, <laughs> the minority. 
The minorities of hip hop are really going through a moment right now. They really are. So we're gonna where y'all want to start? The women or the white? We have to cover the rap sheet real quick, and we're gonna have to cover the white. No. The, the, the white women in rap. He don't the, even have the, a mic. The, the, the no. white women in rap killed themselves off a long time ago. They tried it. Little girls fought. They didn't even make it very far. (laughs) Atrocious. So we talking about them. So let's talk because as we speak today, just about three hours ago, Eminem, the candy boy. The candy boy, what? He went ahead and he finally, he said 48 hours. Wait, can't why count. you say 48? Why you? I didn't say that. He said why, that. Well, why when you, MGK put his thing out, uh-huh. Eminem put on Twitter, yeah. "I'll see you in 48 hours," and then waited a week and a half, <laughs> and then dropped what is it? Kill shot. Kill shot. He dropped like, kill shot. Four minutes of bars. It was four minutes of hot bars. He went in and on, called him his son. Called, told him, told him his his best shit was my worst shit. To, told him he was a stan. <laughs> told okay. him he was, you know, stop crying about it. You know, he really, he but really, he, was he it, sunned him. That's what he did. He sunned him. Yeah. Was it good? What the song or the bars? Both the bars as a the, battle, as like a diss record. Was it? Good. It's a you got to remember it's a return disc record. It's not so. just the 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 primary disc record. Okay. Okay. So I, with that being said, it was better than the disc the first disc record that was shot at him. So the fact that you are putting caveats behind this, you have to. It's it's a it's a it's a it's but an we episode. don't say it, this okay. Is like a, a, but we don't that, say a four those, series little thing that came out on Netflix that you just have to watch but for have a, a you two heard, weeks and then you can't. It's, but it's have over. you ever heard anybody use the caveats that you just used for no Vaseline? Because no Vaseline was a response, but nobody says it was a good for a comeback. It was a good for a return. No, that shit was just hot. He came at them niggas. He bodied them. Eminem did okay. It was fine. If but he so what put- are you saying then? But but so what are you saying? It's just dead then. He what he did is just he ended. Well, it. let's like, talk oh, about that's it. What I'm saying, if he if he shut it down, he shut it down. The nigga well, won no, the rap we need, battle. We need more detail than that. So let's look at the criteria for a response to really hit. One is timing. The quicker, the better. Yeah. Two is how personal and how hard you hit. Exactly. So I feel like the first off, the timing. And was, three and three is how replayable it is. Okay. How three, many times okay, are you I love that, that you put that because one, the timing's terrible. Oh, God. How long do you have? <laughs> we gave Meek Mill 48 hours. No, we gave, 48 hours is a crazy hey, hey, time frame. Let's, let's not yell on them. We gave. No, no. I'm just talking about what we have done oh, in hip hop. Okay, okay. After 48 hours, we were like, Meek, you're trash. After 48 <laughs> hours, we were like, Drake with the Pusha T shit. Uh-huh. We were like, you're trash. So I'm just <laughs> holding Eminem to the same standards that not only hip hop holds, but we're not going to give this white man new rules in hip-hop. You basically have 48 hours to respond, and he knows that because he put that on there. But he didn't. He didn't give the 48 hours. He waited. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. If you're going to wait, yo shit got a hit. And the hardest thing he really said is, my worst shit's your best shit? Okay. Okay. All right. You're a stan. You can't be me. You're not a gun because you have a man bun. <laughs> All right. That was funny. All right. It's all right. And then replay value. Are you ever going to listen to that shit Yes, again? I will. I will listen to that again. Not around I'm me. Not listening to, I'm, not li- <laughs> I'm not listening to MGKs. MGKs, I can't listen to MGKs after that. Sure. For what? But I'm willing to say MGKs was all right. 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't care either way. But I'm talking about for the people that actually care about I'm this rap saying, beef that's going oh, on. I care. Eminem just bodied him. No. Yes. I care because I got slandered through my whole... Shout out to Isaac. I know you're listening. <laughs> oh, my God. I got slandered. You should care, right. For 300 fucking comments about Eminem. So I now the care. of Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is... is we're, what we're, did you so then obviously it didn't live up to your expectations then you as as a as a fan or as a peer of Eminem whatever you whatever you think of Eminem what so you expected more I'm, what did I'm you a player. what did you expect from him then so it's two things if if you have information you got to go hard with the info you got to reveal facts push a T body Drake because he revealed this he got a whole illegitimate son damn bomb dropped he didn't really have that on MGK. So what you need to do then is you need to have next level bars. Nothing he said was next level. He rhymed man bun with gun. Come on, guys. He went Come he, on, he, guys. He went at his he went at his record sales. And that's too personal, right then and there. You bored, you bored. Well, but let a nigga go with your record sales and see how mad you get. <laughs> I don't see mean how nothing. mad you get. It do mean that. That's your money. Eminem that's your sell records. Eminem could fart on a microphone and he gonna sell 500,000 copies. Exactly. And that's why he's talking about it. Sure. That's why sure. he's he talking can do, shit. He can do the big flex. That's fine. But at the end of the day, you sound like Funkmaster Flex. You sound like just, look at me. I've been in the game for 40 years. Like, that's cool. But what you could do is really show him by executing lyricism and break him down on a higher level. Like, you want to be me and here's why and tell a story about how MGK grew up listening to me. You in the bathroom trying to be... Like, he really could have broke this man down on a psychological level. But he rammed gun with bun. And now all y'all are just blown away. That's what I'm talking about. We give Eminem the criteria that we give, like... Steve Nash. Like, yeah, you got two MVPs. Because you a white boy. You Canadian. <laughs> Kobe should have got those MVPs. But we like your hair. We like your we like how fair your skin is. So we're gonna give you a pass. We're giving Eminem a pass with this. It was cool. It was cool. But you have to remember both people in this beef are white rappers. And, and so they're, they're, cool. they're so they're both white rappers. So you can't expect them to come at it like Meek. You can't expect them to come at it like niggas from New York that are battle rapping ass niggas. So what you you're know? saying is we shouldn't have equality in hip hop. There is no equality in hip hop. <laughs> fucked up. What do you mean? <laughs> All I'm doing is holding everybody to the same standard. There are niggas that literally make it just because you know somebody and you from that city. So let me they ask you. can't rap at all. If Meek Mill rapped those same lyrics that Eminem did, is that hot? Meek, Eminem's lyrics are hot enough for you. Yeah, if Meek rapped them, he would have won. He would have bodied somebody. Ah, but because, listen, but because. After a gun. Listen, because it's Eminem. But you got a man bun. Listen, because it's Eminem, Eminem done body. He has a history of body no, people. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Ooh, ooh. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Let's go through this. Carson Daly, <laughs> Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey, Nick Cannon. Yes. The, He's who, where are the rappers? Where are the rappers? He goes after white girls. <laughs> MJ, he oh lost. He lost a battle to Mariah Carey. He did not lose that battle. The "Why You So Obsessed with Me" song was way bigger than the song he had because what was his song called? Exactly. Fucking radio. What is it called? Uh, exactly. Radio. Exactly. Nah, but it was you it was, it was you're crazy. Called. It was on it was banging the, on the radio. You don't even it know what popping. it's called. It but you popping. know why you're so obsessed with me. You can sing the hook right now. Sing no, the hook to Mariah. I don't listen to Mariah Carey. But can you sing, ass. I don't listen. Can, can you sing the hook to the song? 
Because no. you said you said I replay can't. value. I can't. You don't even know the name of Eminem's song. It was called Warning. I don't even. Like I said, it was that was an R and B bitch beefing with a white rapper. Who gives a fuck? But that's all. <laughs> but give, you. I didn't give a fuck about that beef. But but you brought I understood, up his. But I understood who won. Okay, I but you brought up. Happened. But you brought up his record. What? His record is only R and B bitches. That's the only people <laughs> he's battled is R and B bitches. And now he just bought. And now he just bodied a rapper. Oh. Baby white rapper from Ohio. Who is he, who is he supposed to beef with? Joe Budden has Nobody's gone. Hold on, hold on. Him. Joe Budden Joe has Budden, gone after. Oh yeah, hold on. Joe Budden. Joe Budden. He like should have responded like to that. Joe Budden, I like but he that. didn't. I like. Joe that. Budden's gone after the game at the height of his power. Fifty at the height of his power. Jay at the height of his power. Drake at the height of his power. Rappers. Yeah, but Joe <laughs> Budden got bounced and bodied every time. <laughs> but again, it's just like a fight. The, battling is just like a fight. It's not about who wins or loses. It's about are you man enough to stand up and fight? Mm -hmm. Eminem hasn't said shit to anybody who can actually come at him. MGK, a clone of him, so of course he can flex on And Eminem can flex on every white rapper. That's like Kobe playing against fucking DeMar well, DeRozan. that's my point. You are me, he's so put, I can eat he's you. He's putting him in his place, and that's Why what I believe Why didn't he not come is. at Joe first? Because Joe got the bigger platform. Joe got the bigger voice, and Joe had more smoke for him than, than MGK had. He should have went after Joe. But I like that. But why I, is he not going that. to? Because he's never gone at a rapper. But why? What does that matter? What does that matter? You brought up his his history. But, but I'm, all I'm saying is he he didn't lose. I'm not saying he he, bro, he he beat George Foreman every goddamn time. I'm just saying the he nigga wasn't wouldn't losing. even meet up to Nick with Nick Cannon. Well, he bodied Nick Cannon, so it didn't matter. Stop it, Nick Cannon, weak ass. Stop. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the caliber Eminem. Eminem's like but Eminem's like. Hold on, hold on. Eminem I got the perfect example. I got the perfect like, example. Damn. Eminem. Is Jimmer goddamn for that in the league with real niggas? You can't play, so you You're go to crazy. so you go to China to go get fifty playing against Christina Million. He's not in the same league. Well, he's in the league. Name your he top. Just, he just not beefing with other all stars. That's just what it is. He in the league, but he's like. But he had I'm a chilling. whole all star, a state of the culture. Joe Budden got the biggest hip hop podcast in the world and took an hour and cussed this Eminem man out. Eminem like Kirk Heinrich, man. He just you gonna disrespect <laughs> him and call him Kirk Heinrich, but be shocked that I call him Jimmer Fredette. He just gonna Kirk Heinrich got getting getting playing time. Kurt Heinrich ain't in the league anymore. Well, I'm talking about a prime Kurt Heinrich. I'm talking about when he was making making moves, but he wasn't beefing with nobody. He was, he was, you know. But what I'm saying is, okay, M has two targets for me. I'm just looking at it from my perspective. He has two targets. He has MGK, who dissed him two weeks ago with an okay diss. Or you have Joe Budden, who went on a podcast maybe a week ago and flamed you for an hour. And you're going to respond to MGK with an okay. Maybe it's Hold on, let me finish. No, no, no. Let me finish. <laughs> you're going to respond to MGK through an okay rap. We'll say it's good. And then you're going to respond to Joe Budden on a radio interview. But you're the greatest MC in the world. Who said that? Why are you saying he, who said that? He, he called himself the rap okay, god. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I don't he act like, that. don't act like you're talking to me like, I, yeah, no, no. like I, I said he's the best hey, rapper in the world. We popping, hey, hold on, I, we popping now, think, it's season four, we got listeners, I'm I talking to the listeners. I think that nigga just won, that's all I'm saying, I think that nigga just won this beef that they're going through, okay. and it's, it's one of the first lucrative white beefs there is, the Great White War. But the only thing you're telling me right now is Jimmer Fredette got a Chinese championship trophy, that's <laughs> oh all you God. said to me, but you ain't got nothing in the league. <laughs> 
You ain't got nothing in the league. So that you, so that MGK wasn't even worthy. Then you're, that's what you're saying. You said MGK put his shit out, and you were like, "Oh, okay, this guy dropped some kind of dissing Eminem. That's that. It was a little hot." And then Eminem came back, and you were like, "Oh, this this was weak, anyways, too." So it was like. So you think it was a little cat fight there? You didn't think it was. A, well, no. What it was was it was a calculated move by a superstar to go. There's this guy who can cause me all sorts of damage and destruction to my brand and my name and i really got to go to war or there's an easy target right here that i can put 75 percent effort into and people will just be like it's m it's over it's bodied and he took the easy way what if he responded joe budden in two weeks okay two more weeks. <laughs> one if it takes you a month to respond to him shut up <laughs> nah if it's hot shut if up. it's hot it's hot if but it's yeah. hot but this this last one was not not hot. At that point, you have to put out a project on a nigga. Put but, out a <laughs> but he just did that. <laughs> that's literally what he just did with this new album, Kamikaze. But that's probably why he beefed it is, is because he has something circulating right now and the clout would help his record sales. Realistically, because Eminem just doesn't... He realistically doesn't really just... He's, he doesn't really battle anyways. He stays out of that shit, you know? Like you said, you he, just, what he helps, steers clear of niggas that are beefing with him. You want what helps record sales? Winning a beef. Yeah. Losing a beef doesn't help. No. Go ask Meek Mill. Correct. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some music on the Sensei Said So show. Please let us know. Actually, psych that. This is the only topic that I'm ever going to say. Don't let us know how you feel. Because uh, you Eminem fans are outrageous. Yes. You guys are a different breed. You stand. I don't even use the word stand my new word. And it's not that bad of a word. You cucks. Oh. <laughs> Cannot hit me up anymore about this Eminem thing. Uh, so we're gonna listen to some music and we're gonna come back with some Mo on the Sensei Said So show. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs>
That was Alexa Bird, Sirens, featuring William G. Kidd off her album, Hate the Damn Internet. It's just hate the internet. (laughs) But recently I've been hating the the shit out of the internet, so I feel everything that she's saying in that album. So if you want to listen to music and more, you already know it's on the Sensei Said So website. That's senseisaidso.com. Please learn how to spell Sensei, by the way. It's not that hard. Mm -mm. And... 
This episode is always brought to you by Distillery 36. Still going strong. I can't wait. There's things we can't talk about right now, but I can't wait to let you know what we got in store. So please keep tuning in to season four of the Sensei Said So Show because we are taking the next level and it's all because of your guys' support. So thank you. Thank you. Follow me on Instagram. I have different things that I'm trying to do to help give back to y'all so y'all can get the Midas touch. Mm. Now... You want to queue up the what's next sheet. because the rap sheet continues. We concluded the the Great White War and the issues with M- the the flaws in, in Eminem's rebuttal and in, in in his delivery for that one. I still believe it's Eminem two MGK one. What do you think? Final results. You can't. the The title of Kill Shot is not accurate. It's more like. <laughs> A, a very serious wound that needs to be tended to, or you could be in trouble. A laceration. But it's a flesh wound. <laughs> Some more sure. like a laceration, not a kill shot. I would say M did enough to continue to gain respect from the hip-hop community, but he hasn't bodied anybody's career or made anything really. This isn't a top five disc record or Anything to really shake. <laughs> we even spent too much time on it, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> okay. But the minorities in hip-hop continue to struggle. So the white people in hip-hop, the European Americans, are having their issue. Before we go any further, we should say rest in peace to Mac Miller. R.I.P. We got to talk about the internet culture and how that's taking people too young. But first, we have the women in hip-hop... And one of them wants all the smoke, the and her name is Mama Cardi. Oh, yes. And a mama she is. New mama, so shout out to her, her and Offset for having a, having a child. That, that little nigga going to be fly. Can't wait till he start rapping. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys missed it. Oh, is it a girl? No, I thought it, it was, it's for it, sure it a girl. It's my fault. <laughs> so if Just you guys. They had a boy. <laughs> if you guys missed it recently at the New York Fashion Show. There was an issue. Nicki Minaj has been talking a lot. And apparently she said a little too much. And we're getting to an age where this concept has been lost in America. Freedom of speech is real. We should be allowed to say whatever we want. But what we have forgotten is saying what you want has consequences. The freedom of consequence. <laughs> you cannot tell somebody how to react if you speak to them a certain way. <laughs> so she spoke, and Cardi wanted the smoke. The smoke and put a letter on her Instagram. First question I have for you, Shadow <laughs> the Water Tribe, whatever, <laughs> is do you have an issue with Cardi turning up at something like New York Fashion Week? I, I don't. I don't. Be, and the reason I don't is because... There's no appropriate place for beef. There's no setting for beef. Y'all ain't supposed to go meet up at the goddamn um, atrium, get you and, and, and beef. The you know, that's <laughs> not how you do shit no more. <laughs> so, so if 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 I'm if I'm at an awards show and I look on my goddamn phone and some and and I see some some wild shit where I get a phone call and somebody talking about yo 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 Nikki blasting your shit this and that whoop de whoop. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm at this fashion show and I'm hot. I'm turning up now. Turn up mode now. 
<laughs> you know? I'm not about to wait. Be like, oh, no, let me wait till I get in the city. And maybe, you know, no, I'm hot then. And for y'all to think that Cardi isn't the type to turn up on a bitch, doesn't matter who it is, then that then y'all must not listen to Cardi B's songs. Y'all must not listen to her music. I expect her to I expected her to want all the smoke. So one of the important things about the rap sheet and season four, we're gonna let our listeners in because you, you family now, you part of the clan. Part of the reason why the rap sheet is so important is because the rap sheet and us talking about hip hop is talking about culture. Because Hip-hop is the neo-American culture. So when we say we're society and pop culture, it's no, it's society and rap culture. So, ooh, that's our new genre, society society and rap rap culture. culture. That's hard. Uh, So I say that to say the Cardi-Nikki beef is an example of the split in the culture of the new age celebrity. So before you have celebrities like the Nicki Minaj's who have a, uh, a caricature, caricature about them. They have some sort of gimmick. They're uh, they talk in weird voices and talking weird things and Roman voice. Like they do all these different things. They have these quirks that makes them almost more than human. And for a while, that's what people gravitated to. And they were able to operate with an air with an era of like of anonymity because nobody knew the real them. Right. Because they could hide behind the Hollywood. They could hide behind the character. But now with the internet, we're requiring our artists to be real and our celebrities to be real. Like Cardi. Cardi has said what she does, and now she's shown you she does what she says. <laughs> she is authentic. And that is why, and if I pissed off Eminem fans, now I'm about to go for the next demographic that the I don't want to hear nothing from. Because none of y'all buy Barbie albums. Barbie dolls. None of y'all stands who come in our <laughs> Facebook stuff, y'all never buy the artist album. So I don't want to hear So y'all can't anything. say shit. Y'all really can't don't say shit. shit. You're not a fan if you're not buying a nigga's music. Stop. If you did not pay for it, do not Crazy. slay me for it. But... Nicki Minaj is now reaching the tail. Actually, she rebranded to become a a, a a radio personality now. Is that what she is with her queen radio? <laughs> because as an artist, the she's being exposed. We don't want different personalities and you hiding behind that. We want the Cardi. People are gravitating to Cardi because she's putting her whole life on her sleeve. She's showing you exactly who she is. She's okay being dolled up and then. 22 hours later, posting a video of her in basketball shorts in and freaking her club, hair not even done, acting a whole donkey. <laughs> so we're looking at a shift. And, and recently, Russ was on The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about how celebrities and people getting into media and entertainment are going through something that has never happened before, which is the internet, which is social media, which is creating a dilemma where people now need to be thick-skinned when we do what we do and people do what they do like even if we don't you don't see us as shit because you grew up as you grew up with shadow you grew up with me we get death threats we get people telling (laughs) to kill ourselves we get people slandering us because they want people in platforms to have tough skin because we're almost we're almost looked at as like Oh, you're you're supposed to handle it because we're giving you this attention. Like you're almost you're on a platform now, so you should be able to handle these shots. Mm-hmm. But you also require us to be sensitive because on this podcast we want to talk to you about our real thoughts and our real feelings. When we make music, we want to talk to you about our real thoughts and our real feelings. So we have to feel real thoughts <laughs> and real feelings. 
So if you telling your favorite artist to kill themselves and 20,000 other people kill themselves, you're giving this person a whole lot of hell while they're alive. And then when they kill themselves, you say, rest in peace. Mm. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> so where do you stand on their beef as right now? Because it hasn't went diss track yet. They haven't, it, haven't, it hasn't escalated to diss, you can know. Can I be honest? To, the, to what Eminem and MGK has yet. Can, but I, be, it's, it's can I surprise probably a lot of people who know me and you? And everybody in this room. I'm so Team Cardi. I'm so <laughs> Team Cardi. I might get. A, I might get a god. I might get a goddamn jersey. Yeah. Oh, how? There's no jerseys, nigga. Because because Cardi B one. I love being proven. in Atlanta Hawks. Hold on. Cardi B jersey. one. I love being proven wrong, and Cardi B proved me so wrong. I said Ooh. she got one. This Bodak yellow cool, but she the girl Trinidad James. Oh. And she hit me with Bardier Cardi, and I was like, I'm a fan. Well, one, her writer is Partisan Fontaine, and shout out to Partisan because shout she's one. Shout out to Offset. Offset, no, on, Offset on, on, really on. helped mold no, her shit into hold Super Hold on. Partisan Fontaine <laughs> has wrote her. Because she a New York nigga. She writing New York shit. Even though Offset's there, her bars are what's getting her there. And it's some real it's some New York. It's and still that's some being, Atlanta shit, too. She sound Atlanta, written, too. But that's being written by Partisan. Mm -hmm. So I want to give props because that artist is dope and I love writers. I'm starting to write for artists and I just want to respect the writers a little bit more. But... Oh, I'm so I'm so Team Cardi. Nicki Minaj gets on my and, absolute <laughs> nerve. I can't stand Nicki Minaj. Why can't she stand Nicki Minaj? The pettiness, <laughs> the pettiness of her using. First off, the the pretentious thing about Queen Radio is Queen she Radio. did Queen Radio because we're artists who also created a platform so we could speak our minds, but we're not afraid to go anywhere. We'll go on any show, even though we're the only neo culture show in the in the Midwest. <laughs> But we'll go on any show. I don't think you're afraid to go on any show, no, are you? Not at all. Yeah, we'll go anywhere. Nikki is afraid of questions. Historically, her people have gone to radios and been like, you can only ask her these questions. If you don't ask her these questions, she won't come. So she's avoided press, but as her 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 light has dimmed, she needs press. So what did she do? She didn't confront everything and come out and be honest and be like, why didn't you respond to Remy when she Ate your whole Ate soul. She goes and creates Queen, Ra Queen Radio, which is a safe place for her and her barbs to just be safe. It's a safe place. I hate safe spaces. <laughs> My God. If you're safe, that means you're okay with your thoughts and your ideas. You need to be uncomfortable. You need to go to the Breakfast Club. You need to face Charlemagne and DJ Envy and them. And you need to confront you texting them and being like why y'all hate me just because they don't like your album uh, like that's weak it is weak it, but she but she nicole, nicole. <laughs> it's 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 onika nigga <laughs> nicole. but yes onika he, you, you he's right sensei is right you can't be where is she from? The the Bronx? Is she from like fucking? She's from the, Queens. She's from Queens. Like she from she from damn near the same place Cardi from. Both y'all are some Queens ass East Coast ass ratchet hoes. I'm sorry, y'all. That's what you're. I just called it Nicole. Wow. But no offense. Sorry, no offense. You know, I'm just I'm just speaking on you know music wise. But. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hold on. Define a, <laughs> define a music hoe. <laughs> the music. But yeah, but but that's where they're from. You know, they're they're from damn near the same the same culture, the same upbringing. So they should be able to go toe for toe, battle for battle in this shit. But I feel like Nikki is taking the high sedity. I'm too good route now. Like she's not from New York, you know. Like, what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. It's one of those situations where it's like, you can't not want the smoke in the moment and then get on your platform and then talk and then be a snitch. Be a snitch. She like went and incriminated <laughs> herself and Cardi. If you got a problem, you better you better go apologize and then, and then talk shit. Like, if you're going to do anything, you're not about to just go out here, we're going to watch you get punked, and then you're going to run around and start talking shit. We watched you get punked. We saw it. <laughs> like, we saw the whole tape. And what this does, and, and the, the big thing is, is what Cardi needs to do next. What she needs to do is put Release out, a track. No, it doesn't, it just needs to be hot. Ugh. She puts out a hot song right now. Nikki's cold. We, remember, hold on, hold on. Sensei said so is not about talking about the past, even though if you don't know your history, you don't know where you're going. We are also, we got the vision. Vision. We've been telling you that. And what did we have back in the day? We had something called the Wash Report way back in season one. And who was in the washing machine getting ready to get the tide poured on her pink ass hair and get that motherfucking turn, that spin cycle ready to go? We were talking about Nicki Minaj on her way to wash them. (laughs) Washed. We just didn't know that this Dominican chick was going to be the one washing her. (laughs) So, yeah, so when it comes to the. The queen rap battle, I think Cardi going to get her. And I hope it goes to lyrics. I hope it goes to music. I really do. I don't know if, if Nicki got anything left in the tank to give Cardi, but I know Cardi and the Bloods got a lot to give to Nicki. <laughs> I know they ready. So I hope that it goes to to the vinyl. I'm All ready. I know as as the 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, we are, in fact... Team Cardi B. We are Team Cardi. We are. I got. So we gonna take a break. So if you need to go back and revisit some of Mama Barty's tracks, go ahead and do so for the culture. But we got some hot stuff coming right now on the Sensei Said So show, and then we gonna wrap up with some more because this is the first episode of season four, and I am rhyming, so you know it's real. I got the vision. Yeah. I got the vision. I promise. I got the vision. Yeah. Uh, uh. All eyes open. I got the vision. I promise. All eyes open. I got the vision. I swear to God. All eyes open. I got the vision. I promise. All eyes open. Listen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I remember when they used to tell me that you the one you gotta make it. Giving visions of the city's future, and now I know I gotta take it. I'm the monster from the underwater, the originator of the lake hits. Got a blessing from the whole city to run and go and spread the lake shit. All eyes open, I got the vision. Firing off on a piss, bad boy rocking. I got the wisdom, try not to end up in prison. There are some that wanna see me fail, but I am looking down on the hatred. Hating on me ain't doing nothing for you, but I see you there saying. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen
make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. Ain't an easy city catch five, but there's one thing that I know. When the chilly niggas feel the fire, brother, I know this shit gon' blow. Put my hand down on every city, cause I'm about to make this shit go. Precipitating on the whole crowd, it's about to make my shit flow. Lake City, that's the birthplace in the box state, that's home. Met some cool niggas from the 303, smoking J's out in the blow. Brother Nick in the full coat with the switch sweet song go. I got two homes and they on my back, and I'm about to let the world know. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city, I'ma go and make it happen. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me, I'ma go and make it happen. I made a promise to the niggas in my city. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me. Made a promise to the niggas in my city. Made a promise to the niggas rocking with me. I got the vision. I got the vision. I got the vision. Tell them that I got the vision. All eyes open. I got the vision. All eyes open. I got the vision.
vision and we back season four of the sensei said so show thank you for tuning in for all the people who be listening all the way through to make sure they're hearing what we talking about big shout out to utah county for the added support we i know we gotta i know my 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 gennings that i've been teaching how to make money are tuning in so appreciate y'all tuning into this show and if you need any more Music, anything, it's senseisaidso.com. You guys know this by now. It's season four. Click At this point, it. if Click you haven't it. told anybody that you love by now, you're a sociopath. You don't Oof. love people. You don't have empathy. We'll you're not a good person. But thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Speaking of good people, there's a good man in sports. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. We get to Ali. talk about the Colin superhero, <laughs> Colin Muhammad Kaepernick Ali, the second. Would this be considered our, like, because, you know, like, during the civil rights era, there was the uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, the big sports figure, the biggest at the time, who embraced the civil rights movement, who was not afraid to sacrifice everything for something that he loved. And for the first time, we finally have an athlete that's not just turning his jersey inside out, who's not just wearing different colored socks, you know. which is, I guess, is cool to do that. But finally, somebody has finally took in the stance of, I'm willing to put everything on the line for the people that I love. And Nike has decided, and we kind of talked about it, to, to support they got on the side. They they took a stance. Well, they, why wouldn't they? The the, the, the whole argument the about N the anthem in the first place is ridiculous. I the, don't even understand why anyone's even mad. But the place. NFL didn't want to take a side. The NFL was no. Was the NFL trying, took a side. <laughs> the NFL they, definitely they took a side. My not they take a side. Definitely, they, they, definitely <laughs> didn't even not try. But they broke. They made their stance no, they they from the get go. They took a side uh, at the start of the season. They did. They with that statement that they that they put out. They took a side when they edited Colin Kaepernick name out of the Madden football game. They did. We know that, but I'm talking about they didn't actually take that side until they actually put it, put it on paper well, and made the rule at the beginning of the year that, that players have to, you know, they can no longer protest by kneeling on the field. Well, the field. good thing is, is we've seen that through the courts, because Colin Kaepernick went and said that there's been collusion and I've been blackballed because this is an agenda against him. And the NFL fought that and Colin won. Mm -hmm. So this proves that this isn't something new. This has been a proven history of them saying we have an agenda and you're against this. So we're going to do everything we can to keep you silent. But unfortunately, him being silent is us being silent. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's not acceptable. And everybody trying to hide behind patriotism, that's the new racism. And I don't want to hear it again. You can hear completely angry agree. sensei is here. Angry. I'm 100%. not here to play no games. I'm a year older. I'm a year angrier. Ah! And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that, oh, it's because of the flag. You should know by now what the argument is. If you don't know what it is, what are you're you even choosing mad about not in the to. first place is what I don't understand. And why is everyone even mad? Like what why? 
Like, the, why would you be mad about someone being like, oh, no, police brutality is pretty bad, guys. We should probably probably address it. They're <laughs> mad because it because you know, like, why is they don't mean? believe that it is the place and time to protest. That's what they that's what they're upset about. They're upset that when it, that Colin Kaepernick and others have cho- have chosen an entertainment field like the NFL or like football and American pastime to do a protest that has nothing to do with that. That's why they're upset. Rosa Park was not protesting the buses. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly the situation, and they put the bitch in jail. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, Kaepernick, they exactly. But they nobody said, shit. nobody said the goddamn UTA system. Right, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? The goddamn tracks. <laughs> Hate the tracks. <laughs> See what they did? <laughs> yeah, it's the lines are blurred and why a lot of people are skeptical of Nike because it does look from the surface that they are selling guns to both sides because they do are all the jerseys of, of the, the NFL, NFL. Or Nike, yeah. but there's a contract y'all just don't understand how contracts work they <laughs> sign the contract they have to oblige the contract because that's just how contracts work <laughs> but at the same time Nike went on a limb to say you know what when we look back on this we are going to be on the right side of history and I think it was a great move by Nike, but not only for Nike, I, th- I think just for the NFL and the culture in general, that was a great move because Kaepernick needed somebody to back him and Nike and the NFL needed some sort of representation for us before we, you know, essentially were about to just but, protest the whole but shit But the again. NFL doesn't have that. They have it now. Colin Kaepernick's not in the NFL. Of course, Colin nope. Kaepernick's not in the NFL, but the Ni- but Nike is in the NFL. And yep. Nike is back in Colin Kaepernick. So, yeah, yep, that's what now Colin Kaepernick is back in the NFL. <laughs> yep. on, on NFL Sunday, you're going to see a Kaepernick commercial, whether that's you want to or not. That is a good point. That is absolutely <laughs> And that's okay. True. And that's what we need. <laughs> you know? The so black think... Carrie Underwood. I'm yeah. just kidding. That's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> you guys are talking if I decided to be funny. <laughs> You know uh, they're about to have his ass parading around before the start of Monday la, la, Night Football. La, 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 you know? So my question is: is if a team does pick up Kaepernick, oh, do we still boycott the NFL? I think he would no. be dumb as hell to try and play again. Boycotting the NFL is stu- just as better, stupid as boycotting be- Kaepernick. You better not try and play again. They will do you grimy. Stop. That's Put putting yourself back into the slave ship. When you already made it out and you're a free man, you know, have your land, invite people to your situation and you start your own thing and you can, you know, be you can connect. You can network with the NFL on some shit, you know, maybe start a new league. You know, the 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 balls did it. They started a whole JBL just because his son didn't get drafted. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, for police brutality, you can start your own league. Well, I can't wait to get LeVar Ball on our show. I'm so excited to get LeVar on. So before we wrap up, I'm just going to say all y'all cutting up your Nikes and burning your Nikes. Silly. Y'all so stupid. Silly. And I'm going to wear my Nikes until it snows. I got the bright orange <laughs> Nike dunks on right now. I'm going to be belligerent with my Nikes. Just motherfucking do it. The tides have turned right now because of that endorsement deal. If you don't support Nike, you don't support the NFL anymore. And it, and and that's now Colin Kaepernick it is lame. And it, it used to not be that. It's crazy. You used to be if you support Colin Kaepernick, then you're not supporting the NFL. That's how they used to spin it on this. And you have to remember also, it's not like Nike gave him LeBron money or anything. So it's not like that big of a deal. We don't you know? To, it's not that big of a deal. We don't need to be mad. Hey, 
Well, we'll take any and every donations of Nikes that you guys want <laughs> to give to a safe haven. Exactly. If you guys feel bad, I'm with well, kids. But 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 give them to us. We'll put them to good use, and we will fundraise and give them to all kids and athletes in need. Believe so. Absolutely, because that is season the energy of season four of the sensei said so show and guess what we are still your senseis i am vo sensei 36 dread kage of the music clan 10th tribe of wakanda new nike ambassador and the one with the Midas touch. Ooh, and y'all already know who it is. This Shadow Kaepernick Ali, the gold tooth <laughs> villain. So if y'all are ready to take over and have the voice that we've been waiting for, pull your double cups up two times. Two times for season four. Oh.